Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is John with the Outside the Ropes, the podcast where we discuss everything WWE. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 81 of season two. Today is Tuesday, and today is the final Monday Night Raw before Hell in a Cell. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is the go home edition of Raw before Hell in a Cell. And so, all hands are on deck to make this episode special and see the tension go over the roof. As this is the last time we're going to see the, uh, the Raw division before we head into Hell in a Cell. And so, I'm excited to see what's going to happen. And so, without further ado, let's get it right into the business. So, we're in the final stretch before Hell in a Cell this Sunday. So, this week's Raw spent a lot of time making sure this big storylines were in order. Monday's show featured the return of Eva Marie after weeks of video packages hyping up her comeback and Naomi served as her first opponent. We also saw an AJ Styles battle Drew McIntyre while the New Day took on Randy Orton Riddle in tag team action. Can Riddle Orton continue to coexist? Did Evolution get off to get start? Was McIntyre able to overcome the phenomenal one with Omos at ringside? Let's look at everything that happened on this week's Raw for answers to those questions and much more. So tonight's I want to sell your home edition of Raw opens in an unusual way, and that's with opening up with Alexa Bliss backstage at her playground. Alexa welcomes us and she says, I'm happy to have you tonight. But I did get a bunch of feedback on how Lily acted last week with Shane Baszler. I admit I was I was taken a bit back. So we then get a brief back schedule of what happened last week. Bliss says, I only had good intentions when I had fighter baser to, to my playground. But unfortunately, things got a little out of hand. Due to Lily's naughtiness and, and because WWE is going back on the road soon, I've decided to put Lily on in timeout. That doesn't mean Baser didn't get what she deserved. That's when out of nowhere, Baser is tag team partner Nia Jax appears Bliss then plays her shit thick up but Jax tells her to cut the crap Jax tells Bliss that Baser will see you on Sunday at Hell in a Cell I wonder what happened to you we used to be friends I know the real you, and I want you to stay away from my friends and out of my career. That's when Bliss then tinges her tone and says, we were never friends. Jackson says, looks like I have to smack some sense into you. And so how about you go against me in the ring tonight? then starts crying and says I never meant to hurt anyone but then the tears turn to laughs she says she was just kidding that's when Bliston stands up and gets at Jax's face and she says I accept oh boy this is gonna get to a great start and so we're live from the Thunder Room at the Yingling Center as Corey Graves, Hawkins, and he's joined by ringside by Jimmy Smith and Byron Saxon. A hype tonight's card, which including Drew McIntyre taking on the Raw Tag Team Champions, AJ Styles, or Tag Team Champion AJ Styles, 
and then Raw Women's Champion Rhea Ripley will take on Oscar, and the New Day will take on RK Bro. You're all here tonight. And so we go right to the ring, and out comes first the one and only Nikki Cross as Mike Rome does in introductions. We see how Cross and Oscar beat Charlotte Flair and Raw Women's Champion Rhea Ripley last week. And so we then see Flair's backstage with Sarah Streber. Sarah then asks, why is this match so important with Cross tonight? Flair says, I'm not worried about I'm not worried about how I could focus on Sunday's match and how to sell. But I need that last match removed from my career because I fought too hard for that to happen. And then she continues to go on about Cross and Ripley before heading to the ring as Cross looks on from the ring and getting ready to take on Charlotte here tonight. And so Charlotte makes her way out to the ring and she of course does her uh, saying at your entrance. Once everyone is ready to go, the ref calls for the bell and the and the bell rings as Nikki and Charlotte lock up. Flair with a knee to the gut of Nikki and then a takedown by the hair. But then before the match can continue, the music interrupts and out comes the nightmare Rhea Ripley herself, the Raw Women's Champion. And Flair then talks trash for the ring. But then Cross suddenly Uses that distraction to roll up Charlotte up for the pin, but Charlotte kicks about two. Further then charges towards Cross, but Cross gets out of the way, and Cross then gets sent to the apron, but she fights back. Further then knocks Cross from the apron out to the floor, and Ripley is watching from the stage as Cross goes out to the floor. Oh, excuse me. Uh... Charlotte goes out to the floor and sends Cross face first into the barrier. Flair continues to keep it, continues to keep uh, giving attention to Ripley, but then levels Cross with a big boot again. Flair then brings Cross back into the ring with herself, and then she stops to chain more looks and words with Ripley, and we go to commercial with Flair and control of Cross. We return for the break, and Flair is continuing to re remain control with the offense. Cross tries to come back with some offense, but Flair shuts her down once again. Flair then uses the second rope as the referee warns her, and Ripley then watches from a chair at ringside, smiling at Flair, which is of course right next to the announce table. Flair continues to beat Cross around the ring and taunts her, but Cross then fights back from her knees, but Flair once again shuts her down. I said that over and over again. Flair uh, continues to beat Cross around the ring and taunts her, and then Cross then fights from her knees, but the Flair delivers a stiff chops to the chest. Cross finally goes down. Cross suddenly went for a roll up on Flair, but Flair blocks it and stumps away on Cross while she is down on the mat. Cross then fights Flair off from the turnbuckles, top turnbuckle, then drops then suddenly drops uh, drops Flair with a big tornado DDT. Flair then rolls out to the floor for a breather and stay out of harm's way. And Cross leaps up from the apron and Flair catches Cross in midair, then turns to Tom Ripley while holding Cross in her arms. That's when Flair nails the fallaway slam to Cross on the floor, right in front of Ripley, sending a message to her. That's when Flair then kicks up and Flair is still staring down Charlotte. 
Charlotte's still staring down Ripley. And then that's when we hear the referee count to 10. And we see Nikki is in the ring as, as Charlotte has been counted out because she was so still paying so much attention to her own opponent at Hell in a Cell. And so Nikki is once again the winner. After the bell, Cross immediately runs out of the ring as a furious Flair charges after her. But Cross music hits, but stops as Flair levels Cross at ringside with a humongous boot. The fans are proving Flair as Flair uh, brings Cross back into the ring and loads of strikes. Flair then goes for their figure four, but then Ripley runs in and grabs Flair from behind, dropping her with a riptide. Charlotte is down as Ripley stands over Flair with the title in the air as her music hits. And Ripley leaves with the title, taunting Flair as she tries to recover on the mat. In this match, Charlotte was just too... Ever since Ripley came out, she was just too focused on her in the actual match. And in this match, it kind of seemed like Charlotte was overlooking Nikki because she was just so focused on uh, Ripley that she didn't even, most of the time, she wasn't even paying attention to Cross. So that definitely... That definitely uh, was was crazy to see that Charlotte was actually counted out because of being so attracted to Ripley being at ringside. And so some would say that Cross continues her streak, beating, uh, beating Charlotte and Ripley multiple times, continuing to make it look like that Nikki deserves to face against whoever wins at Hell in a Cell. I mean, Nikki definitely deserved it. I mean, she has pinned the Raw Women's Champion. She has pinned Charlotte Flair. I mean, I don't think that, I don't think she can, Nikki can do any more to show that she doesn't deserve it. So I think this means that it's time for, time for Nikki to get out ton of opportunity after the battle between Charlotte and Ripley at Hellness. So, so after that match, we then see how Randy Orton watched from ringside as Riddle lost to Kill Kingston last week, failing to use the RKO. We then see Riddle and Jeff Hardy are backstage, and Riddle says, I feel bad about last week. He then asked Hardy, as a tag team legend, about advice on on making it. Harder than talks about he's too a successful tag team and says, I can't believe I'm saying this, but you should listen to Orn because he's been here a long time. And Hardy then mentions that he has a match with Morrison tonight. Riddle then starts learning about uh, craziness and Hardy then disappears, but then that's when Orton appears and Riddle then apologizes for last week. And he, he says, I promise I won't let you down tonight. Orton then tells Riddle to be yourself tonight. 
whatever that means, and not another Ren Jordan. Jordan then asks if it means Orton's like, Orton likes him, and Orton then says no and walks off. And so we go back to the ring, and out comes John Morrison with the Miz. Morrison, of course, is pushing the Miz in a wheelchair that was seen last week as well. Morrison is making his mate to the ring as he has scheduled to take on the one and only Jeff Hardy here tonight. We return back to commercial. We return for the break and out comes Jeff Hardy as we see the Miz is on commentary as Hardy poses in the corner but then Morrison springs him in the face with the drip stick for a cheap shot and so Morrison then takes advantage and rushes to the ring as the ref quickly calls for the bell as Hardy is stunned from the dripstick shot from the floor. Morrison takes advantage and reloads on Hardy in the corner as Miz cheers him on. Hardy then fights under the corner and works Morrison over with a thrust into the corner. You then see Morrison continuing to uh, give the offense to uh, continue to give the offense to Hardy. But then, just like the last match, um, we hear someone's music starts up and that is Cedric Alexander what in the world is he doing here and so Cedric watches from ringside as Morrison continues delivering his unique offense to Hardy and so Hardy continues excuse me counters with a double leg drop onto Morrison Hardy then turns things around and heads into the corner throwing something out of Miz and Hardy then yells a poetry in motion and then it covers on Morrison for the pin but Morrison kicks him at two. Hardy then tries to fight him from the apron, but the Morrison kicks Hardy in the gut. Morrison then scoops Hardy up on his shoulders on the apron and drops him over the top rope. And Morrison then falls up with a starship pain. He then covers on Hardy for the pin and he gets the one, two, and three. And Morrison is the victor. After the match, Morrison briefly celebrates until Cedric takes him back at ringside, dealing out Hardy. Alexander says, I apologize for not you showing you the respect that you deserve as a legend last week. And he's of course saying this to Hardy. I idolized you. I went back and watched our match and I saw how you showed me up and disrespected me. I saw how you, you was nothing but a sore winner. I'm only sorry I didn't kick your ass or didn't kick your disrespectful ass into a retirement home. Jeff then comes back with a mic and says, I will retire if you can beat me in a match right now. And so the fans cheer and Cedric hits the ring as it heads commercial. As it looks like Morrison, not Morrison, looks like Hardy will be taking on Alexander back to back. Or Hardy will be having back to back matches with two different opponents. Right, and so we return for the break and we return for the break and the bell immediately hits as this match is on the way as Hardy kicks Cedric out of the ring. Of course, Jess says 
that he will retire if he loses this match. Back to the action. Jeff brings Alexander back into the ring, but then Cedric cuts him off and drops him down. He then covers on Hardy for the pin, but Hardy kicks about two. Cedric continues to work on the leg of Hardy, grounding him with a single leg crab. Cedric continues to keep focusing on the leg, but then Hardy comes back with a jawbreaker. Hardy then mounts some offense and delivers a double boots in the corner, but then Cedric kicks him at two. Hardy then continues to limp around and has a and tries to nail a twist of fate, but Cedric blocks it. And so Cedric comes right back with a Monica driver and then nails it in as he then covers on Hardy for the pin, but Hardy kicks him at two. Cedric continues to talk some trash. He goes to the top, and Cedric then misses uh, for the Swanton Bomb, but he misses as Hardy rolls out of the way. Hardy then goes for the Twist of, fight, but, twist of Fate, but it's blocked once again. And so this takes this leads to Cedric hitting the jumping knee, and then Hardy blocks Cedric once again, and this time he nails the Twist of Fate for the pop. Hardy then goes to the top, and it's a Swanton, and nails it in. He then covers on Cedric, and he gets the one, two, and three, and Hardy has avoided retirement tonight as he beats Alexander once more. After the match, Hardy limps around and celebrates as his music hits, and Cedric is crying out on the mat while face down. So this was a, definitely a pretty crazy match, because... Hardy going back-to-back -back matches is pretty insane. But Hardy putting his career on the line, that was pretty unexpected. And I didn't want Hardy to retire because y'all know how y'all enjoy Hardy as the charismatic enigma. But he put his career on the line and that didn't work out for Cedric as with the With the exception of Hardy retiring, that makes Hardy want to put everything on the line to just beat Cedric, and that's exactly what he did as he beat Cedric here tonight, and his career lives on. And so after that, we then get a video package on the events that led to Drew McIntyre taking on WWE champion Bobby Lashley at Hell in a Cell on Sunday. And so we go back to the ring for the next match of the night. As out comes the one and only Naomi for the next match. As she is scheduled to take on the returning Eva Marie here tonight. We have been waiting for a long time for Eva Marie to make her way to the ring. And it's going to be very interesting to see. Uh, but Eva could do against... Naomi. And so, we then head back to commercial. We return for the break, and Naomi is waiting in the ring as Eva Marie makes her first uh, makes her first entrance out to the ring for her in-ring return as she makes her way out to the ring. But then, as Eva is making her way out to the ring, we see Someone else walk out. And that is NXT UK superstar Piper Naveen. 
What is she doing here? This is supposed to be Eva Marie's debut. Now, why is Piper doing here? And so Naveen is rushing to the ring as Eva walks behind her. And Naveen is stepping up, telling the referee that she will competing. What is this going? What is going on? Why is why is Piper doing the match instead of Eva? And so she then tells the ref to ring the bell. And so the ref points at the timekeeper's time area, and the bell rings as Naveen levels Naomi as Eva watches from ringside. Naomi then was confused at the opponent change as Naomi unloads with the punches, but then Levine takes takes it all and drops her again. Naveen then catches Naomi and then slams her in the middle of the ring and drops Naomi with a big senton. Naveen with another big splash off the ropes as Eva continues to look on from ringside. Naveen then grabs Naomi and delivers the Monaco driver and then covers on Naomi for the pin and she gets the one, two, and three. And Piper Naveen is the winner. After the match, even the takes him back and reinstead announces herself as the winner. And so Naveen watches over and hugs Eva as they celebrate. Why is Eva taking the credit of the victory when she didn't compete? It was Piper. That doesn't make any sense. So, so Eva definitely pulled the rug from under us as she did not compete tonight. She had someone else compete for her and still got credit for her. I'm not sure why she thinks, I don't know why she thinks that she, she is the winner when she didn't compete, but whatever. So, the Naveen was definitely a pretty big shocker because I did not expect to see her here on Monday Night Raw. Now, if you don't know who who uh, Naveen is, Naveen is a an ex UK superstar, and she has been a incredible superstar on NXT UK. But seeing her make her way to Raw was definitely a big shocker. I did not expect to see her. Make her way to Raw. I mean, she's so you and she's no she's so known for being an NXT UK that I didn't ever think that she would make her way to Raw. I mean, that's crazy. But the thing is, is of course Eva did definitely pull the rug from under us, making it seem like that she was the one debuting. In reality, it was Naveen competing for Eva for competing for Eva for her competing for her. And apparently taking the credit for her. But with that being said, it will be interesting to see what this means for uh Riva Marie and Piper Naveen. Will this does this mean that Piper will be accompanying Evo throughout the next few weeks or throughout Evo's time here on Raw? It will be interesting, but we're gonna probably find our answers in the follow episode of Raw. After Helen is so next on uh, next Monday, so we'll see what happens. And so after that, we didn't see Mendoza and Databook doing a backstage for you earlier in the day. 
but then we then hear some someone training in a ring and so they then walk over to whatever is making noise and we see the one and only women's tag team champions Tamina and Natalia training in the nearby ring Rosenberg then asked if they can keep the noise down then that's when Tamina and Natalia knock Broken Rose for worrying about worrying more about their looks and their in-ring skills and so that's when the two teams of words until the champs invite Rosenbrook into the ring. And so that's when a huge fight breaks up between the two teams until officials arrive to break up the fight. As there's definitely bad blood between these two teams. So that was definitely a pretty unexpected uh, fight. Natty and... You know, definitely took a pretty bad shot, a pretty good shot at. I'm not saying bad like in a bad way. I'm saying bad in a good way, like a pretty bad shot to Broken Rose, saying that their looks are more important than their in-ring skills. And that's because, and they have, Timino and Natalia also mentioned that the reason aren't the reason why they're not tag champs is because they're still worrying about their looks and their in-ring skills. So that's pretty, that's pretty harsh. But this potentially means that this will be a notable feud between Rose and Brooke and the tag champs going into the near future. So I do wonder what this is going to mean for the next few weeks. Potentially, this means that there's going to be a feud between these two teams of probably leading after completing Probably beginning probably after Hound or so and into the next few weeks on Raw or SmackDown because of course Rose and Brooke are Raw superstars while Tomino and Natalia are SmackDown superstars but of course because they are the women tag team champions they can go under any brand they want. And so we are now getting ready for the next match of the night which is New Day taking on RK Bro in a tag team match. Will RK Bro be able to pull off a victory over the New Day? Or will the New Day find a weakness in the RK Bro and pull off the victory? We'll find out coming up next. We'll be right back after the break. Alright, and we're back for the break for the next season's matches with the final Raw before Hell to Cell. Before the break, we went over quite a few craziness and matches that happened to start off the night. Before the night began, we had Jax confronting Alexa Bliss and challenging her to a match later tonight. And after that, we then had our first official match of the night, which is Naked Cross taking on Charlotte Flitter. This is a solid match between these two, but it came to the moment where, where Charlotte was still treating in this match. But Cross found a moment of offense before Charlotte Flair had a fallaway slam on the floor. Actually, Tony Ripley third then realized that the ref was counting and Cross rolled back into the ring just before the 10 count. And so the ref called the 10 count and Charlotte was counted out and Cross was the victor. And then as Cross ran around the ring to celebrate, Charlotte took her down with a boot to the face and she beat Cross down until Ripley made the save with the reptile. Take the queen down. 
After that, we then had Jeff Hardy take on John Morrison. This was a solid match between these two, but it came down to the moment where, where Jomo got the only advantage to get in a few high-impact movies before Cedric Alexander decided to come out and confront the veteran. And he watched as the charismatic enigma started to make a comeback. Johnny hit the drip, 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 hit Starship Pain. And Johnny Drip, drip, hit the Starship Pain with a pin and win. Pin and get the victory. But after the match, Alexander grabbed the mic and said he wanted to apologize for Hardy, to Hardy for not showing the respect he deserved last week. And he said, I replayed the match from last week and I saw how you taunted me after the bout was over. And so Hardy then offered him a match and said, I would retire if you if Alexander beat him. And so the belt rang and the match got under the way as the match was official between Alexander and Hardy. This was a solid match between these two, but it came down to the moment where the former 205 sent out and Monica Driver for near fall, but missed his attempt to steal Hardy's swanton bomb. Then Hardy nailed him with a twist of fate and a swanton himself to get the pin and win the match. Hardy did lose the first match, but he made a comeback and won the second one against Alexander. After that, we then had Eva Marie's debut or return to Monday Night Raw. Not debut. What, you mean? what am I talking about? So we had Eva Marie's debut, and so Naomi was out to take on Eva Marie, but instead of getting the debut uh, against Eva, we saw someone else come out along with Eva, and that was. Hyper Naveen from NXT UK and she apparently replaced Eva without warning and so Naveen easily overpowered and destroyed Naomi in a few short minutes and she slammed Naomi with the Monica Java to get the pin and the victory then Eva then grabbed the mic and declared herself as a winner even though of course Naveen is the true winner and Eva just wants to take credit as she's a victor apparently but even though she did not even compete Oh well. And then before that, we then had Mandy Rose and Data Rock uh, doing a photo shoot, but then we, the women's tag team champions Natalia and Tamino were training as well. We're next to that photo shoot, uh, right next to the photo shoot, shoot area, whatever it is. And so that's when Rose and Brooke confronted them, but it then led into a huge brawl, but the officials broke it up before things get, get even more crazy. And so we're now ready for the next match of the night, which is the New Day taking on RK Bro in a tag team match. And so we go back to the ring, and out comes first the New Day, Kobe Kingston, and Xavier Woods. As they, of course, are taking on RK Bro coming up next. Back to commercial. We return for the break, and Kevin Patrick is interviewing Jim McIntyre backstage. Drew says, I'm hyped out and covered about challenging Bobby Lashley at Hell in a Cell. We then go back to the ring and out comes Randy Orton and Riddle. Of course, it's either signature entrance, of course, Riddle uh, coughing Orton and stuff like that. Pretty hilarious. And so, once everyone is ready to go, uh, the ref calls for the bell and the bell rings as... Kofi and Woods get the upper hand and riddle early on into this match. 
over your woods with a double team to Riddle, and then they cover on Riddle for the pin, but Riddle kicks her at two. Kofi continues to keep control and flies over the top with a shot to the elbow after more quick tags. Poison comes back in and grinds Riddle, and Riddle then tries to fight free with strikes. But then Woods takes him back to but Woods takes him back to their to the corner, but the Riddle brings them to Orton, who tags in. And so Woods rocks Orton with a big elbow after Orton works him over. That's when Kofi then tags in and brings the boards off the top with a big crossbody to Orton. Kofi then covers on Orton for the pin, but Orton kicks out at two. Orton continues to work in Kofi continues to work on Orton's arm, but Orton breaks free with the right hand. Orton then continues to work on Kofi in the corner, but then Kofi knows a second rope drop kick. That's when Riddle and Woods run in, but the Woods launches Riddle across the ring with a big suplex. That's when Orton and Riddle go to the floor with a breather. Kofi and Woods then taunt Riddle as Orton fan, as the fans chant the New Day rocks. He then heads to commercial with the New Day standing tall in the ring and in control of this match. We return for the break and Riddle and Woods are trading aggressive running strikes, but Riddle gets the upper hand by dropping Woods with a big flying knee. Riddle then drops Woods with a fisherman suplex and then covers on Woods for the pin, but Woods kicks out too. That's when Orton tags in for the double team move between Riddle and Orton, and that's when Orton then stomps on Lover Woods and then covers on Woods for the pin, but Woods kicks out too. Orton then grounds Woods in the middle of the ring, then that's when Riddle tags back in. And keeps Woods down. We then see Riddle with a Broton to Woods. And Woods continues to get mounted by Riddle. And then continues to work him over in the middle of the ring. Riddle then with an armbar to Woods, but Woods resists. Then they tingle the mat and Riddle then ends up tagging in Orton. Orton continues to load, continue to unload on Woods to keep him down. And Woods then finally fights back and slips away to tag Kofi in. Kofi then flies in off the top and decks Orton and rocks Riddle on the apron. Kofi then drop kicks Orton and then Kofi then counters a slam by Orton and decks him with a jumping right hand. Kofi then with a boom drop to Orton. Kofi then rallies as, as he waits for Orton to get back up. Riddle then gets on the apron to distract Kofi and Orton then takes advantage as Kofi then nails a trouble in paradise. Or Kofi went for the trouble in paradise, but Orton ducked it as Riddle is legal. He then loads in the corner and kicks to Kofi, then nails a running right hand, and then another. Riddle then drops Kofi and then nails a running punt kick, and Riddle then levels Kofi with a huge ripcord knee to the face. Riddle then goes up to the floor for the floating bro, and he nails it in. Woods then runs right back in to break up the pin, but Orton knocks him out of the, knocks him out of the ring, and Kofi then still kicks out of Riddle's pin. Kofi then rolls to the floor to regroup with Woods as Orton and Riddle stand on the ring as we return back to commercial. We return for the break and Riddle goes to the top, but then Woods crotches him. So Woods then climbs up for the superplex, but Kofi tags in and the suplex is nailed in. Kofi then flies up the other on the corner with a flock splash, but then Orton breaks up the pin just in time. Orton then sends Woods out to the floor, and Orton tries to send Kofi out, but then he counters and Orton gets tossed out to the floor. Riddle then rolls up Kofi out of nowhere, and he gets the 1 and 2, but Kofi kicks out. Kofi then walks Riddle, and Woods tags in. Riddle then catches Woods coming in, and hits the Northern Lights suplex, and then covers on Woods for the pin, but Woods kicks out at 2. Orton is back on the apron, waiting for the tag, and so Orton gets tagged in by Riddle, 
the double team assisted powerbomb to Woods. They know it in, in the middle of the ring. Then Orton then covers on Woods for the pin. But once again, Woods kicks out. And Orton cannot believe it. Orton then takes Woods out to the apron for the dripping DDT. But then Kofi tries to pull Woods out to the floor. But Orton gets sent back away from the ropes. And Orton come, comes right back. Charging towards Woods. But then Woods kicks him the, from the apron. Riddle then tags. And it goes for the big German from the apron. And Woods then has Riddle in an electric chair. But Kofi then tags in. And leaps off from the top. Knocking Riddle off of Woods' shoulders with a big double stomp. And it looks like they have put this away as Woods covers on Riddle for the pin. But once again, somehow, Riddle still kicks out at two. Kofi and Woods for, went for another double team on Riddle, but Riddle blocks it and rocks Kofi with a knee to send him out of the ring. Riddle then takes Woods out to the corner on his shoulders and Orton then tags him, but Woods does not see it. And so Woods was about to get an RKO out of nowhere from Orton, but Woods blocks it, and Woods and Orton goes at it. Woods goes for the honor roll, but he rolls right into the RKO, and then Orton covers on Woods for the pin, and gets the 1, 2, and 3 to get the victory. After the match, Orton's music hits as he and Orton stand tall. He and Orton. He and Riddle stand tall in the ring. As Riddle is, of course, having fun and dancing around, but then Orton is all business. As a Riddle then drops down to pose in Orton, but Orton exits the ring. We go to replays and then we come back to see Riddle joining Orton in a ringside and tries to hype him up for the tag team but Orton just keeps walking up the ramp. So this feud between these two teams have been a pretty bright spot on Raw in the recent weeks and it's produced some decent matches and segments and it was nice to see uh, they've given enough time to put on a great match. Woods continues to prove he's one of the best and WWE's kept secrets with each passing week. Everything he did in this belt looked fantastic. Especially the belly to belly suplex he used to send Riddle out of the ring. All four guys put on a great show for the LED screens in attendance. And this is one of the... Uh, and this was a match where it looked like any match... Excuse me. Uh, either team could have won based on the build over of this match. Riddle and Orton is not a combo everyone enjoys, but it would be hard for anyone to deny the quality of this belt. And this definitely showed that. So, solid, very solid match between these two teams. And you cannot take that away from them. So after that, we then see what happened earlier between Nikki Cross, Charlotte Flair, and Rhea Ripley. We then see Sarah Shimmer's backstage with Ripley. Ripley knocks Flair for worrying about her ego instead of our match. And then he's talk she then talks about beating Flair Hound so and tells Shiver to get out of her face so she can get ready for a match with Oscar. And so that of course brings up what the next match is. As we go back to the ring now comes first the Empress of Tomorrow, Oscar, for this non-tunnel match against the Raw Women's Champion uh Rhea Ripley. So Oscar hits the corner to pose. As the power goes off, and we go back to commercial. What's coming up next? It's Oscar versus the Raw Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley. We return for the break, and uh, out comes the Raw Women's Champion himself, Rhea Ripley, as Oscar waiting, is waiting in the ring. Once Ripley does her engines and everyone is ready to go, the ref calls for the bell when the bell rings as Asuka and Ripley size each other up. 
They lock up and Oscar applies a headlock to Ripley, but Ripley fights free when the miss is on attack in the corner. Oscar then starts to taunt Ripley, but, but Ripley went for a close-up, but Oscar ducks it, and Oscar and Ripley run the ropes. Oscar then takes Ripley down, and they trade pin attempts between each other. Ripley then fights Oscar off with strikes, but Oscar goes down in the corner, and Oscar then fights out of the corner, but then Ripley rocks her. Oscar then jabs Ripley, and Ripley then drops her with a stiff headbutt. Oscar continues to keep fighting and applies a standing octopus submission to Ripley. They tingle, and Oscar gets on Ripley's back with a sleeper hold. Ripley then slams back to the mat to break up the hold, and Oscar kicks it by two. We then see Ripley with a short arm clothesline, and then another. Ripley then ducks a swing, and then Oscar continues to keep fighting. Ripley then goes for the jaw kick, but she misses, and she lands hard. Ripley then goes to the floor, but then Oscar kicks her from the apron, and Oscar went for another kick, but Ripley catches it and slams Oscar from the apron onto the edge of the barrier. Oscar goes down at ringside as Ripley takes a breather, as Ripley is in control of this match. As we return back to commercial, we return from the break, and Oscar is continuing to mount Ripley in the middle of the ring with strikes. Oscar with a drop kick, and Oh. Oscar then charges towards Ripley, but then Ripley knocks her across the ring. Ripley then loads her strikes and she has her on the top turnbuckle. Ripley then climbs up for the superplex, but Oscar knocks Ripley out back to the mat. Oscar then flies and connects with a big missile drop kick to Ripley, and both competitors are down. Once Ripley and Oscar get back up to their feet, Ripley and Oscar trade strikes. Oh, before they can get to their feet, Oscar and Ripley trade strikes from the knees to their feet. Oscar then drops Ripley into a big, big knee strike, and Oscar continues to keep control and close lines Ripley for the close. Close lines Ripley, and then Oscar covers on Ripley for the pin, but Oscar cannot put away Ripley as Ripley kicks it at two. Oscar then notes a hip attack to Ripley, and she covers on Ripley again for the pin, but once again Ripley kicks it at two. They both get up and trade holds, but Ripley encounters and hits the Northern Light suplex on Oscar. She then covers on Oscar for the pin, but once again, Oscar kicks her at two. Oscar gets back up and hits a big, big spinning back fist, then a big suplex across the ring to dump Ripley on her head. Oscar then charges towards Ripley with a slanging kick, and she nails it in, and then she covers on Ripley once again for the pin, but once again, Ripley kicks her at two. We then see Oscar with a big kick to the chest of Ripley and more stiff kicks as Ripley is on her knees. Oscar went for another kick, but Ripley catches it and delivers a knee strike to the face of Oscar. We then see Ripley with a stiff forearm, and Ripley was about to get another hip attack from Oscar, but Ripley catches it and blocks it. And Oscar went for a roll up, but Ripley blocks it once again. Oscar then got put into the prism trap submission from Ripley. Oscar breaks out of it, and Oscar then goes for the Oscar lock, but it's blocked as they tingle in the middle of the ring. We then see more back and forth between these two incredible superstars, and that's when suddenly out of nowhere, Ripley catches Oscar with the rip tight in the middle of the ring. Ripley then covers an Oscar for the pin, and she gets the one, two, and three, and Ripley is the winner. After the match, Ripley stands tall as the music hits, 
But then out of nowhere, Charlotte then attacks out of nowhere and drops Ripley from behind as the fans are booing Ripley. Flutter then beats Ripley around the ring as the, ref, as the ref tries to restore order. Ripley tries to fight her off, but then Flutter continues to stay on top of her. Ripley then loads the strikes as the, as the fans cheer on this humongous brawl between Ripley and, and Flutter. Officials then hit the ring to break up the fight, keeping Flair and Ripley apart. They then keep fighting and brawling with each other. Then that's when Shandavari, Anna Pierce, Shane Helms, and other officials get, get Flair to the floor. But she's irate as she fights them off, going back to Ripley again. But Flair is once again backed up the ramp, but she tries to run back down as Ripley is held back in the ring, laughing at the sight of Flair. Flair has a busted nose as she's bleeding. Now she has blood all over her face. And Ripley then taunts her from the ring as Flair is seething on the ramp and promises to kick Ripley's ass on Sunday. My goodness, that escalated very quickly. A sudden match between Asuka and Ripley will that into a humongous brawl between Ripley and, and Charlotte. And that was just absolutely insane. So, so Oscar and Ripley had a very good competitive match, and of course, Oscar got the best out of her opponents, and this, of course, was one of those examples. The post-match fight had great energy and made the few feel more personal, and it did more to hype up their upcoming match, and so. This was definitely, I can definitely feel the emotion in this brawl that they had. And of course, seeing Flair getting busted from this brawl with a busted nose, that was pretty that was pretty crazy. And so I have no idea what, what this match at Hell in a Cell can turn into after witnessing what just happened here on... It's just... Uh, just leaving you questions of how the Hell in a Cell match is going to turn out after seeing what we just witnessed with this humongous brawl between these two superstars. So I'm excited to see what happens on uh, Hell in a Cell. And that definitely was a that definitely was a brawl to hype up Hell in a Cell if, ever, if I've ever seen one. So after that crazy brawl between Oscar, not Oscar, between Charlotte and Ripley. We then see MVP and WWE Champion Bobby Lassie are backstage drinking champagne and dancing with Lassie's ladies. But then that's when Kevin Patrick walks in and asks Lassie about how in a cell. Then that's when MVP yells at Patrick and ridicules him and interrupts his apologies, telling him to shut up for making it awkward. MVP then talks about how in a cell, talks about how in a cell and telling and talks about how Lassie is focused focused on this match. Where Drew will finally run out of chances. That's when Lashley then sends up a snatch of the mic and talks about how he will rag Joel McIntyre in the cell. Lashley then tells everyone to remember that Drew asked for the beating he will get. Lashley then brings up McIntyre's earlier comparison to William Wallace. Lashley then says, I like that comparison because Drew has committed a capital offense and on Sunday, I will publicly execute you and mount his head on a stick. Lashley then shoves the mic back into uh back into 
Patrick's chest. That's definitely that's black blood if I've ever seen it. That's definitely black blood if I've ever seen it. And so after that, we then go back to the ring, and out comes the one and only Alexa Bliss with a dark entrance theme as she hits the ring and jumps around and then bounces on the middle rope. As we go back to commercial, as Bliss is taking on Jax in a single spell, we return back to commercial. We return for the break, and we see what just happened between Charlotte Flynn and Rhea Ripley as we then come back to the ring, and we see Bliss is waiting in the ring as her match with Shane Baser is confirmed for Hell in a Cell. So out comes next, the Irresistible Force, Nia Jax. Jax is definitely looking angrier than usual, as she definitely has some pretty bad, bad blood with, uh, with Bliss after what happened earlier in the night. And so the ref calls for the belt and the match is on the way as Jax charges towards Bliss, but Bliss kicks her a few times. Bliss then jumps on the back of Jax, but then Jax tosses Bliss out to the mat. Bliss then does a bizarre crawl and gets back, gets on the back of Jax. But Jax gets free and by backing Bliss into the corner. Jax then charges towards Bliss with a big move, but she misses. And Bliss then takes Jax down to one knee and delivers a kick to keep her down. Bliss with a right hand strike to Jax. Jackson shoves her away, but then Bliss continues to attack with strikes. Jackson comes back out of nowhere and runs over Bliss in the middle of the ring. Jackson ragdolls Bliss a few more and shakes her head. We then see Jax with a running splash while Bliss is down in the corner. Jax with a scoop slam in the middle of the ring. The Bliss gets covered by Jax, but Bliss kicks her at two. Jackson grounds Bliss with a submission in the middle of the ring, ragdolling her even more. Bliss fights up and out, but then Jax runs her over with ease once again. Jax goes with a leg jump, and the Bliss gets out of the way. Bliss then sits right up and stares straight ahead. Bliss then rocks Jax, but Jax shoves Bliss to the corner again. But she hits the ring post as she charges. But Bliss gets out of the way. Bliss is then on the second turnbuckle, but then that's when Reginald distracts Bliss from the apron. But then it leads to Bliss countering and jaw kicking Jax's leg out. Bliss screams in Jax's face and then drops Jax with a DDT as Reginald watches from ringside. Bliss then goes back to the top turnbuckle and she leaps and hits the twisted Bliss. And Bliss then goes for the pin, but then Reginald runs in and pulls Bliss out for the disqualification. No, excuse me, pulls Naya out for the disqualification. And so I have. And so after the bell, Reginald pleads as Bliss stares him down and backs him towards the corner. That's when Bliss stares at Reginald like a crazy woman and she looks and he looks to be in a trance controlled by Bliss. And so Jax recovers and Bliss exits the ring, breaking Reginald's trance at the same time. And then Jackson tells Reginald to snap out of it. As if he as if he comes to. Bliss then Bliss's music starts back up and she stares on from the ramp, backing, backing her way to the stage to exit. Bliss was looking to beat Jax, but Reginald stopped anything from going worse for Jax. And then 
Madness suddenly put Reginald in a trance. Like if she was controlling him. I do wonder if this means that Blitz now has full control of Reginald or something like that. I'm not 100% sure yet, but this might seem like, uh, this might look like that. Plus, might have some control over uh, Reginald if she was able to put Reginald in a trance. So I have no idea what's going to happen, but we're going to have to find out next week or probably at Hell in a Cell. As, of course, Plus takes on Basler at Hell in a Cell. So we'll, let's see what happens with that. So... <clears throat> So it will definitely be interesting to see what Jax will do against, not Jax, but what Bliss will be able to do against Basler after all the craziness that happened last week. Um, I'm excited to see, or yeah, I'm excited and I'm definitely interested to see what's going to happen here this Sunday between Bliss and Basler. But of course, in order to find out the outcome, we'll have to wait until this Sunday. And so... After that, we didn't see MVP approaching Kobe Kingston in the locker room. Kobe then asked, uh, asked what he wants. MVP then says, I want to know if you have that more about what I said last week. He then goes on about tonight's loss at RK Bro and says, Kobe Mania is gone oh, it's, and it's never coming back. MVP then tells Kofi to look to his left for the blame. And that's where Xavier Woods stands. MVP then goes and it says, You didn't even get pinned tonight, and you're still a loser. But then that's when Woods knocks MVP in. And then Kobe tells him to keep moving, unless you want to lose your teeth. Kobe then keeps telling MVP that how he feels and says, I owe my success to support from my family and friends in WWE, and nothing will change. And MVP then taunts Kobe one more time and about not having a match on Hell in a Cell, and MVP then leaves and looks like Kofi may be thinking about what he had to say. Interesting. Interesting. And so we go back to the ring, and out comes first Elias for a rematch against his former tag team partner, Jackson Riker. We return back to commercial. We return for the break, and out comes Jackson Riker. And we get a pre-recorded promo from Riker who says, it's fine that Elias wants to walk alone because it was Elias that was holding him back, not the other way around. The bell rings and the match is on the way as Elias immediately drops Riker and Elias then loads an offense and beats Riker against the ropes. Elias then drops Riker with a back elbow, but Elias keeps control as Riker tries to fight from the mat. Elias with a big chop in the corner and Riker then explodes out of the corner with a big double axe handle. Riker continues to beat Elias around the ring Riker then with a knee to the gut and some trash talking. We then see Riker with the chops and punches in the corner again, going from corner to corner. Riker then loads some more strikes as the referee warns him, and Elias then turns his around with a big boot and another chop. Elias then charges towards Riker, but then Riker catches him with a spine buster. Riker then sends Elias over the top rope out to the floor, and Riker then follows and keeps the punishment going, ramming Elias' spine first into the ring post as the referee counts to 10. Riker then returns to the ring and Elias is about to make it back in at the 9 count, but then 
He changed his mind and Elias Kinson went himself counted out for the second time in a row as the feds boo him. After the match, Marker's music hits as Elias backs up the ramp, clutching his ribs and working the looks on the ring, telling Elias that this isn't over. Once again, this was another solid match, but Elias, once again, wanted to stay by the harm way, harm's way in. I don't know. I don't know what this is going to happen, but oh well. And so, you know, just then sends us to a promo for Honus, so between Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. Then we come back to see Drew McIntyre making his way out to the ring as he has scheduled to take on AJ Styles. But before we get to that, we're going to take a quick commercial break and see what happens between AJ Styles and Drew McIntyre. Right, we're back from the rig for the main event, or what looks to be the main event, of the final Monday Night Raw before Hell in a Cell. It's been a crazy night so far, but I'm sure things aren't going to get crazier here tonight with this main event. And so, Drew McIntyre is going to be taking on the one and only one half of the Raw Tag Team Champions, AJ Cells. And so, we go back to the ring and out comes first, Drew McIntyre, the opponent of Bobby Lashley on Hell in a Cell. As he poses, as he gets Pyro, as he makes his way to the corner, and he also poses in the corner, he gets Pyro as Raw goes back to commercial. As once again, Drew McIntyre is taking on AJ Styles coming up next. We return for the break, and out and the announcers go over to the Hell in a Cell card. And then TG is winning the ring for his opponent, but then we hear the music of the WWE champion Bobby Lashley. But instead, it's MVP and Lashley's ladies instead. They have couches and a table set up on the stage with rope barriers, and they take their seats and look on as Drew and wait to the ring. But then out comes next the Royal Tag Team Champions, AJ Styles with Almas. So the Lashley's ladies flirt with Almas until AJ tells them to come on. And so AJ hits the ring and the pyro goes off. And then once everyone is ready to go, the ref calls for the bell and the match is on the way as they lock up. AJ goes to work on Drew's arm, but then Drew quickly gets free. <clears throat> it's at least more back and forth offense between these two, but it lead, leads him to Drew with a huge chop to drop AJ. Drew then delivers a huge backdrop to launch AJ into the air and to the mat. Drew continues to keep control and drops AJ again, then stomps at him and talks him trash. AJ then kicks Drew's shoulder and rocks it with the strikes. Drew then backslides AJ, but it's blocked. Then they tingle and Drew then nails the future shock DDT in the middle of the ring. Lashley, excuse me, Drew stands up instead of going for the pin and he turns and looks at MVP and Lashley. Almost then takes advantage of the distraction and pulls AJ out of the ring. MVP and Lashley walk down to ringside yelling at Drew. But then the music interrupts and out comes the Viking Raiders. Eric and Ivar, and so they march to the ring, and it looks like they might be adding some stipulation to this match as we head back to commercial. We return with the break, and Drew continues to dominate AJ. The Viking Raiders, MVP, and Lassie and Omos are all at ringside. AJ went for a move, but then Drew catches him with a big total war slam. 
excuse me, Total War Backbreaker. But but Drew then covers on AJ for the pin, but AJ barely kicks it by two and a half. AJ gets back up and looks him out some offense, but then Drew drops AJ once again with ease and continues to keep control. Drew then works AJ against the ropes, but then AJ jabs him near the throat and dumps him over the top rope. Drew then lands hard on the floor and clutches his ribs. AJ then follows and then sends Drew into the ring post, and AJ then returns to the ring and works Drew over while he's on the apron. Drew then tries to suplex Drew in from the apron, but then Drew resists. I just, I just realized I said Drew tried to suplex Drew. AJ tried to suplex Drew in from the apron, and Drew resists. AJ went for another suplex, but Drew blocks it again and then drops AJ over the top rope. Drew then comes back in, but then runs into big boots in the corner from AJ. Drew then goes right back down as MVP and lastly look on smiling from ringside. AJ continues to keep Drew grounded as the fans try to rally for him. Drew then fights someone out, but then AJ grabs him and tries to get him, excuse me, tries to get on the back. Drew tries to counter, but then AJ takes him down with a headlock in the middle of the ring. And Drew then breaks free with a jawbreaker. AJ then comes back in with a Paley kick, but then Drew comes right back with a clothesline to turn AJ inside out. Drew then gets up first and goes to work on AJ as a Viking Raiders rally for him. Drew then drops AJ on his head with a big suplex, but then AJ gets pinned by Drew, but AJ kicks out just in time. Drew then starts to show. Some frustration as he has not as he has not been able to put Drew away just yet. Drew then scoops up AJ for a big Monaco driver, but and he nails it in. He then covers an AJ once again for the pin, but once again AJ still kicks out. How is he still in this match? I don't know, but he's still in this match. Drew is absolutely frustrated as MVP and Lassie are pacing around at ringside. Drew then takes AJ to the top and then AJ fights back. And Drew then climbs up for the superplex, but then AJ slides out, sending Drew face first into the turnbuckles. Then see AJ with a neckbreaker over his knee. The Drew, he then covers on Drew for the pin, but once again, Drew kicks him at two. AJ went for the stars clash, but Drew blocks it and then sends AJ over the top rope out to the floor. Drew then falls and then rolls AJ back into the ring. That's when Lassie starts approaching as Drew is climbing back into the ring, but then Drew turns back and walks. Oh, rocks last with a jab, then sends him into the barrier to take the WWE Champion out. MVP stays back with his cane in hand, and Drew then returns to the ring and hits a big flying clothesline from the top to AJ. Drew then kicks up and then lastly enters the ring and levels Drew for the disqualification. After the bell, the Viking Raiders also hit the ring to stand by, and Drew then stands, sends lastly out to the floor, and follow for a big belly to belly suplex in the floor. And the fans chant for Drew is likely cause away a ringside and we return to commercial. What in the world just happened? Drew was looking to put away AJ, but Drew but Lashley had to get his uh, had to get his fingers into this match and cause of this qualification. Absolutely unbelievable. And so <clears throat> we return for the break, and it's now been a, it's now been created a six-man tag team match, as the Raw Tag Team Champions AJ Styles and and Omos 
are teaming up with Lashley, while the Viking Raiders team up with Drew McIntyre. So Styles and Ivar are going at it to start off this match, but Eric joins in and drops AJ off the double team. That's when Bobby Lashley has returned to backstage to get his in-ring gear on. Eric and Ivar take turns on dominating AJ, but Eric then slams Ivar on top of him and they cover on AJ for the pin, but AJ kicks out at two. That's where we see Lashley running down in his gear and takes a Jew at ringside. I fired up Lashley, tags in and loads on Eric in the corner. Lashley then dominates Eric with ease. He then covers on Eric for the pin, but Eric kicks him at two. Eric then tags back in and takes over on Eric in the corner. That's when Omos tags in. As he drives a big knee to Eric's ribs. That's when Lashley tags right back in, but Eric fights him off. Eric then drops Lashley for an opening, but Lashley then stops the tag by dropping Eric on his face as MVP Park Sword is at ringside. Lashley then knocks Drew off the apron again, but then Ivor tags in. Ivor unloads on Lashley, driving him down and delivering a splash on the mat. Lashley then counters, but then Ivor flips around him twice. Ivor and Lashley then tingle even more, but then Lashley drives him into the mat. Lashley then covers on Ivor for the pinball. Ivar kicks him at two, and it turns out I, Eric broke up the pin with a knee. That's when AJ rocks Eric and sends him out, and Drew then comes in, but then Lashley launches him. Ivar with a big boot to Lashley, and Omos then steps over the top rope, and Ivar attacks. Ivar and the Ducks are closed on, but then Omos knocks him, off with, knocks him off his feet with ease, and Omos then stands tall and beats his chest as we head back to commercial. We return for the break and Lashley is working over Ivor in the corner and Lashley beats him down and stumps as the referee warns him. Lashley then covers on Ivor for the pin but Ivor once again kicks him at two. Lashley then uh, grounds Ivor with a headlock. Lashley continues to keep control as he keeps Ivor down and walks over to flex at Drew but Ivor fights back but the Lashley takes him down with ease. Lashley then with elbows to Ivor in the corner Lashley then laughs at the referees back him off. That's when Omos tags back in and charges towards Ivor and nails in a big backsplash to Ivor. That's when AJ tags in and takes over, takes Ivor down for a headlock, running him in the middle of the ring. Ivor in the fight to but now then AJ then stuns him with a pale kick. But Ivor keeps fighting and finally levels AJ. Drew and Eric reach for a tag and Drew then tags in as does Omos. Drew and Omos stare each other down in the middle of the ring and Drew is backing down as Drew then swings towards Omos but then Omos grabs him by the throat and brings him down using one hand. Drew then kicks Omos' knee but it does absolutely nothing. Drew then keeps, keeps kicking the knee then rocks Omos several times into the corner. Omos then shoves him off and AJ in the tags in his springboards but then Drew gets out of the way. Drew then tussles AJ with two belly to belly throws and a third. That's when Omos and Lashley drop Drew from the apron and Eric and Ivar run over at ringside but then Omos attacks back. Omos then sends Ivar over the barrier and Eric then rocks Omos with a forearm and then Omos tosses Eric into the timekeeper's area with ease. That's when AJ and Lashley that's when AJ tags Lashley in, but Graves didn't think that he meant to tag in Lashley as he was stumbling to, 
to the corner. Until Lashley comes in off the tag, but then he looks back at AJ, surprised and confused that he would tag in himself instead of last tag him himself instead of almost. But Lashley turns back around and, and Lashley gets a humongous claymore from McIntyre. And that's when Drew then covers on Lashley for the pin. And he gets the one, two, and three. And McIntyre and the Viking Raiders get the victory. Absolutely incredible. After the match, Drew stands tall as his music hits. We go to replays, then we come back to see Drew posing in the corner and looks down at Lassie as he recovers at ringside with MVP. McIntyre then yells at Lassie about how he can't wait to see him at Hell in a Cell on Sunday in the final row before Hell in a Cell goes off the air with McIntyre standing tall in the ring. Absolutely an incredible match to close off the night. Absolutely insane. Everything we saw in the singles match and the six-man belt that followed was great. Seeing McIntyre get the win was pretty shocking. And it was fun to see Ivan Omas square off. It was a nice preview to see of their eventual uh, of the Raiders' eventual tag team belt against the Viking, uh, the Viking Raiders' eventual tag team belt against Omos and AJ Styles, giving us a nice preview of what's to come because that's going to be a pretty exciting match to watch. So, with that being said, that is the conclusion of the final Raw before Hell in a Cell. What a crazy night. A few matches were added to that card, including Baser versus B Bliss at Hell in a Cell. Of course, we have McIntyre versus Lassie and Hell in a Cell. Um, Of course, over at SmackDown, we have quite a few, quite a few stuff like Bailey versus Bianca Belair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Looks like Reigns will be taking on Rey Mysterio and Hell in a Cell. There's going to be a lot of craziness to look forward to here this Sunday, and I'm very excited to see what in the world is going to happen. I only just gave you a few, few of the craziness that's going to happen on the card. But with that being said, that is going to conclude today's episode of Ice on the Ropes. Absolutely insane. So, we have a crazy week tonight because not only did we just have, of course, the follow or the final roll before on the cell, but this Tuesday, which is today, today is Tuesday, tonight is going to be truly insane because today is a follow episode of NXT after takeover in your house. And we have some pretty shocking things to look forward to as we have the one and only team of the Grizzly of Veterans taking on the team of Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa, which is going to be pretty exciting and a ta tornado tag team match. And that's not the only crazy thing that's going to happen tonight because we have a major announcement by Willie Regal. After TakeOver In Your House, he saw Regal getting interviewed by um, Mackenzie Mitchell. And we saw tears in the eyes of the general manager, Willie Regal. And he just says, I never see, he's been general manager for seven years. He has never seen next T so crazy. 
it's not the exact words he said. He said another word, but he's just never seen NXT in the way it is now. Just absolute madness. And so he then said, it's time for a change. And so it leaves us wondering, what in the world does this mean? What is the change going to be here on NXT? And so tonight, we're going to find out what exactly that announcement will be. And I'm nervous. To be honest with you, I'm nervous to wonder what is this announcement going to be. And then last but not least, here this Friday, it's going to be the final WWE show before Hell in a Cell. As we see what happens between Bianca Belair and Bailey before they square off at Hell in a Cell. And of course, the feud between the Usos and Rings and of course, Mysterio, Rey Mysterio was of course absolutely ecstatic to, or not ecstatic, but very upset at what Rings did to, well, what Rings did to Rey's son two weeks ago. And so now it looks like Rey has challenged Rings to a, to a match at Hell in a Cell for the Universal Championships inside the Cell. So this is going to be absolutely insane. I have no idea what is to come. But it's going to be a crazy week. And then of course, Sunday, I want to sell. It's going to be a crazy night. It's going to be a crazy week. Tonight, we're going to have a crazy episode of NXT, a full episode of NXT. We're going to get a huge announcement from Really Regal. And of course, a huge batch of matches to follow up from in your house. And of course, Friday, we see the final WWE show before Hell in a Cell and see all the tension shoot out of the roof this Friday. So, with that being said, that is going to conclude today's episode of Fights of the Rosa. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Hell in a Cell is going to be crazy. I know for sure. With the card that is here, it's going to be crazy. Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley for the World Women's Championship. Baser versus Bliss. And Hell in a Cell, Last Sea versus McIntyre for the WWE Championship at Hell in a Cell, Bianca Belair versus Bailey at Hell in a Cell, Roman Reigns versus Rey Mysterio at Hell in a Cell, and much, much more. It's just going to be a humongous and crazy night next week or this Sunday. So, with that being said, thank you guys for joining me, and I'll see you guys tomorrow for the highlights of the follow episode of NXT after takeover in your house. Thank you guys for joining me, and I'll see you guys next time.